Hello everyone, and welcome to Comedian Good Carl Drinking Coffee. Carl here. Um, I have some shocking news today. Um, I don't have a coffee. Um, I'll explain. I am drinking water. A comedian called Carl drinking water. What more would you want out of a podcast? Uh, no, I basically I met a friend for coffee. I had a morning coffee with a friend. Sorry, I'm rattling around. Um, yeah, I went for a coffee at uh, 10.30 a.m. with a friend. So, you know, I thought I can't have my morning coffee, you know, at 9 a.m. like I normally would and then go for another coffee at 10.30. That would be absolutely bonkers. So I thought I'd just go for a coffee come back and record it post coffee um yes so i'm home just drinking water so, sorry sorry if you uh if you're sitting there listening to this with your morning coffee now feeling like i've left you in the shit i can only apologize um also i this is i'm actually recording this let me check the time it's midday so i got back from the coffee and then I got distracted by cleaning the aphids off my yucca tree, which sounds like a euphemism for, uh, you know, doing doing your, your business on your own. You know what I mean? Oh, I had a funny, I had a really funny uh, euphemism the other day, courtesy of my father-in-law, Michael, um, who, I, I, I mean, I don't know how this topic came up, but... Uh, my wife Hannah was having a little FaceTime with him and they started talking I think it was related to something about me going to Clapham Junction train station and he he laughed and said that used to be a euphemism she said for what? and he said for and I'm going to try and tread carefully here for, um, for not uh, finishing sex with your partner in Side uh, the um, house. I don't know. That's a terrible way of describing it. Basically, um, I'm gonna. All right, let's go. Let's go medical. Let's go straight down the line. Facts. Apparently, um, getting off at Clapham Junction is a euphemism for withdrawing uh, before ejaculation. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, it's quite a funny old, apparently it was an old way of referring to it, back in London, back in the old days, you know, back when you could leave your door open, you know, no one, you, you just, it was a lovely place, wasn't it, London in the 50s, just leave your door open, get the kids out, play on the street, I, um, obviously things have changed due to the rise in population, uh, due to economic changes and now yeah you probably wouldn't leave your door open would you but we've also got more shit to nick that's what I often think everyone goes oh you can leave your door open what are you going to do come in and nick your flipping bedpan you know <laughs> you, now they could come in and nick your 50 inch telly and your xbox and your iphone and your you know there's loads of stuff technology is meant We've created a consumerist world where people want for more and people have more 
material goods, I'm not saying it's good, I'm not all positive, I actually think we have gone too far. But um, when you create that world where people, you know, one of the main drives now is to amass goods and wealth, ultimately that will tap into the more base needs of and wants and urges of humans and they just now want to teeth other people's things if they ain't got them, do you know what I mean? So yeah, the 50s might have been lovely and you could leave your door open, but that was because it was a simpler time where people had less, so probably they wanted for less. So that's, yeah, but what I'm saying is, you know, one good thing of those times was the euphemism, getting off at Clapham Junction for the withdrawal method. <clears throat> anyway, what I was saying uh, before I got into that was um, that I've been cleaning the aphids off my yucca tree, uh, which isn't a euphemism. My, my, my trusty and loved yucca tree, which I've had, it was the first houseplant I bought on moving in to where I now live. Um, when was it? 2013, September, I moved in with Benny Boot comedian friend and um, I was in a very troubled time of my life moved in he took me in with open arms and I within a month or two I bought a yucca tree he had a, he had a very minimal setup in the flat you know kitchen diner area minimal white clean um, yeah you know bedrooms were very bare and nice lovely so I moved into the spare bedroom quite early on I started to you know I bought I said to him can I buy a, a plant for the front room and I went out and bought a small yucca tree and that was the first house plant I bought and um, it is now massive and lives in the corner of the front room you know it's seven foot tall and it you know it's huge it sort of it's, um, leaves spread out probably three foot in diameter I love it um, but it's in the last few months it's starting to have little aphids appear on its lower leaves which are very toxic to a plant and they've spread onto another little plant that's um, quite new so I am um, yeah I'm gonna apparently you can just clean them off a bit of soapy water clean the leaves and then dry them down so that's what I've been doing bit of meditation music on and uh, give me plants a bit of a once-over. It's very nice. I uh, hope it's all right, you know. I feel very attached to those plants. I've got a Swiss cheese plant that uh, was probably, I reckon that's about five years old, and that is now the big, that's, that's the big dog in the front room. I mean, it's, it's grown in a way I've never seen a plant grow. It started off as three little leaves, probably six inches in diameter and now it's got like four or five leaves that are about two and a half foot in diameter it's enormous anyway get yourself some house plants that's my that's my advice for this that's this, this episode's advice get yourself some house plants they really um i don't know there's something calming about them I'm watching a robin again, guys. If you've listened before, you know that there's a robin's nest about just you know just outside my back garden. I only spotted it about a week 
ago. I always saw some robins hanging around, but I've now located where their nest is. And uh, there's one of them that's having a real nightmare, getting a big old bit of twig up into th through the hole in the wall into their nest. So it keeps dropping it and going to get it. <laughs> right, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I feel quite uh, contemplative today. Had a nice chat actually with my mate over coffee about um, therapy just at the end. Um, I mentioned a, a psychology book I read called They Fuck You Up by Oliver James and it's very much in weight, in, in favour of nurture over nature as being the most important thing and I, you know, I lean towards that in my thinking and I was telling him about how, um, yeah, I think it's good, it's a good way of thinking isn't it, to be, because if it's nurture that's something you've learned and that means you can unlearn it. So if somebody, say, is a depressive and they come from a family of depressives, then if you say, yeah, but you've only learnt it off them, that means you can unlearn it. Whereas if you say you've genetically inherited that, that is essentially saying you've got it for life, isn't it? So I'm a big believer in nurture, you know, because I come from a family of absolute fucking peanut butters, mate mad to, to a man um, so and I always just thought that was my lot you know I come from we've got loads of issues and historically in my family we've had suicides we've had um, my uncle Christy lovely man was a recluse for 25 years didn't leave the house for 25 years and um, just lived in pajamas up in the up in his room when I was a kid it was really like you'd, you'd, he'd poke his head round and look down the stairs at my grand's house and all the kids would be like, like it was like it was like this sort of scary guy who lived upstairs and it was like a film one time when I was 15 years old me and my mum went to Ireland and all of my none of my cousins were there like normal and one I sort of you know got chat I got I managed to sort of coax him out and we started chatting and then we had this sort of summer bonding session where my mum would go to bed and me and Christy would sit up and he'd give me um, little glasses of Buckfast and a few cigarettes and me and him would just sit and shoot the breeze and over that summer I got to know my reclusive uncle turns out he was really funny and we had a lot in common and we we stay in touch to this day he actually is no longer a recluse he, um, after, after 25 years he suddenly just sort of thought alright I've had enough of that I might go for a walk and he went down to the local pub which is really funny um, when you think about it it's sort of like you'd think the things that would lure someone out of being a full recluse might be you know going to a park or somewhere of nature or going to a family thing you know that they have to a funeral where they feel like I need to be there but my uncle just went no nah, I'm sick of drinking at home I'm gonna go down to boozer but yes um, I don't know how I got onto that story. It's quite a nice story, really, when you think about it. Sad, but in historically, like you know, you'd say it's quite sad that my uncle spent twenty-five years in his house, not seeing people, but now is, you know, goes down a local boozer. I'm going to wrap this up. I've definitely even distracted myself today. Normally, I just this stream of consciousness today. I feel like I I started talking about plants and now I've just 
shared um, a family secret. Hope you're well. Oh, sorry, I'm just watching this Robin again. That's why I'm so distracted. The Robins are really active. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> this just must be a weird listen sometimes. Every time, I think. I'm fascinated by the people that listen to this. Thank you for uh, sharing it with me. But um, I imagine some days it's probably quite uh, an interesting thing to hear somebody just literally talk without any idea of what they're saying out loud. That Robin, sorry. Just I'll give you this final update. The Robin still has not managed to get the twig up into the nest. It's dropped it again. <laughs> it's getting very frustrating. I feel like I might have to go out and give it a hand. Um, I'll let you know on Friday if I did that. Take care. Have a good end to the week, you know. We're at the midpoint. Stay strong. Keep going. Keep your head up. And... Uh, and um, I'll speak to you soon. Bye.